Foster here, and welcome to the Brand Forward Leadership Podcast. I am the creator of the Big Brand Formula and president of Jerry Foster Branding, where we specialize in working with service-based entrepreneurs who want to create a big brand and a strong message that sells so you can excite, delight, and ignite your market and make it easier to get clients. So, Please stick around to the end of the show and we will share how you can be our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes or so. In the meantime, let's go. Okay, Jerry Foster here. Welcome to the Brand Forward Leadership Podcast. I am known as the big branding guy, also known as the branding evangelist. And oh my goodness, we've got someone coming from Canada, way, way, way up in the Northern regions, is that right? I don't know. But it's Toronto. But the fact that she's from Toronto and she's Canadian, I always have such a, a, a soft spot in my heart. So I want to welcome to the show, Jody Krangle. How are you doing, Jody? I'm doing very well, Jerry. How are you doing? <laughs> so good to have you here. So Jody, so if you don't want to give our viewers and listeners a quick overview of what your company does. Well, I am a voice actor, so that's what I do. I provide the branded voice that people hear on their advertisings, their corporate narration, their podcast intros and outros. I've done documentary work, TV show narration, um, anything really that uh, requires a voice where you don't see the person speaking. <laughs> uh, although I tend to keep my things smaller than five minutes of finished audio. So I do short form. I'm a, I'm a sprinter, not a marathoner. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so I also have a, a podcast that talks about audio branding, the, the branding that is audio, the sonic version of that, as opposed to only the visual. So that kind of came about because I was often used as the last thing people thought about. My voice was, you know, icing on the cake or bow on the present, you know, and not really given any consideration before the project started. And it just seemed to me like that was a missed opportunity. And you're leaving money on the table when you do that because you're not making as deep a connection to your audience as you could be. So I started a podcast in November of 2019, and I'm past 200 episodes now. So <laughs> there's lots to talk about. <laughs> My goodness. So tell me more about this. So you actually found sort of an opportunity in the audio broadcasting, podcasting arena, right? So mm -hmm. so expand on that. So what, how exactly does that work? What is that? Well, the audio branding podcast just talks about how sound influences our buying behavior, but also our daily lives. So everything is really there is a power in sound and i think that a lot of people don't give it the due that it deserves and especially in branding i think it's very important because that's really what gives people the opportunity to have an emotional connection with your brand it's harder to do that with visuals you can but it's kind of like watching a, a movie and if you turn the sound off on a movie you'll understand what's going on but you won't really care about it the audio, the sound is what makes you care. It's what gives you the emotional cues. So that's as important in your branding as it is in a film. <laughs> well, this is fantastic because I don't know how much you know about me. I'm a brand strategist. I don't do visual stuff. Mm -hmm. I do all that core work around differentiation and giving people reasons to choose you and your message and the whole, the whole nine yards. And so 
you're getting a hot button here because I'm fascinated oh, yeah? by it. And <laughs> my expertise is just so you know how to brand services, intangibles. Yeah. And one of the things that I preach is the fact that, well, since the consumer cannot see, taste, touch, smell, or hear, quote unquote, your product per se, you can, from an, an expertise standpoint, leverage sound <laughs> what people can hear and what they can see. So so now I remember because because a lot of people want to be on my show and I turned down most people that, that apply, you'd be surprised. Mm. But when I saw your when I, when I saw yours, I said, oh my God, this is fascinating. I said, <laughs> I said, I gotta have I gotta have Jody on my show because you're speaking my language. Okay. So I appreciate it. Into, I mean seriously. So speak to those out there who are offering, like I said, some kind of expertise, some kind of skill, talent, or ability, and they're wondering if they're using digital marketing, of course, if they're trying to harness the power of the internet and blah, blah, blah. How can you help them in terms of their branding being stronger? Now, remember, you're talking to someone who's been doing this his entire life. I don't know if you know sure. this about me. I've made branding my life. Work. I've been doing I it for 30 understood years. that. Yeah, yeah. Now, just so that you're aware, I actually don't do audio branding myself. That's not a service that I offer. I do know a bunch of people oh. who do it. I have those people on my podcast. So I interview them as the experts. I'm a fellow traveler. I'm interested in this because my voice lends itself to the audio brands that I talk about and to the companies. That's that's where I fit in. I offer my voice to these kinds of things. So, yes, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. so, for our audience, um, clarify for everyone mm -hmm. what exactly is audio branding and then how you fit into that whole equation. Well, I'm going to give you the definition that the uh, International Sound Awards does for audio branding or sonic branding. It depends on how people have decided it's termed. <laughs> They're using both interchangeably. But the International Sound Awards defines audio branding as a brand sound that represents the identity and values of a brand in a distinctive manner. And the audio logo or sonic logo, branded functional sounds. So say your GE kettle says, uh, has a sound when it's finished boiling, you know, or your washing machine has a sound that it plays when it's finished its, its load, you know, um, and brand music or the brand voice. So again, you know, a, a brand voiceover like I contribute. These, these are all elements of audio branding. It's a very large umbrella of all the sound that represents who your company is and who you're trying to reach. Okay, so some of the companies, and you don't have to give us their names unless you want to, mm -hmm. but the types of industries, the types of brands, the types of whatever they offer, give us a, a picture of who seems to maybe depend more on the audio stuff than others. Well, uh, yeah, there's there's a ton of them actually right now. Uh, for instance, I just saw something that I think it was uh, AMP, I believe, or or I, actually they're called WeSound, I think. They're um, a company in uh, Germany and they just did something for Tic Tac, for instance. Uh, I know that Play Audio has done some stuff for Tostitos and 
some, you know, uh, interesting different things that like using the packaging and the chips themselves to make a sound that's representative of the brand. And, and Tic Tac kind of did the same thing. Uh, so there's MasterCard is huge. They're doing a whole bunch of audio branding things um, it, to the point of where they have a soundtrack. Like they've made actual albums of music that are, you know, branded to be using the MasterCard sound. And it's really fascinating to see the developments these days because it's happening a lot more often now than it ever has. It's just, it's everywhere now. Because I think we're so inundated with the visuals that yeah. we need the audio to sort of stand out to make it more memorable. Totally agree. Totally agree. So in your particular case, because you've got an amazing voice, I'm sure you've known that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, um, so for you specifically, what do you typically provide? Are you doing script narration? Are you doing sound effects? What is, what is Joey? I do the voice. So when someone has a script and they want a brand voice, they want someone to represent their brand in voice format. That's what they call me for. And I do that in, in commercials. I do that in anthemic, you know, corporate narrations, you know, like the, this is who we are and we're proud videos that you see a lot of on, on people's websites, that kind of thing. I love those. Those, those are so much fun. And, uh, you know, things like that, the, the way that you get your companies attitudes and their the feeling of what they're trying to represent themselves as and what problems they solve that can carry through in branded sounds and it can carry through in the voice they use for whatever they're producing that's for sure i mean mm -hmm. someone laughs on that website we want to hear jody right whatever <laughs> those words that's great so the typical ideal client for you is who what what type of company what industry what size any perspective on that you can share yeah sure um i tend to work a lot with agencies ad agencies that make a bunch of different content so uh, I'll start working for one particular company that they have on their roster, and then I'll keep doing whatever they send me for that client. And there's a, a, you know, I work with a bunch of people directly as well. So there are some people who just reach out to me on my website and say, hey, we have this thing we think your voice would be really good for. What do you think? You know, and they ask me for a quote, we have a discussion, and, and we go from there. And I've worked with ad agencies in that way too they reached out direct directly and then they uh made sure that we had an understanding and then i started doing stuff for them regularly um i do some stuff for instance for a furniture ad agency that has i don't know five or six or seven probably like actually more like 15 or so different brands they're all furniture stores so they they specialize in furniture stores and i'm working with six or seven of the furniture stores that they have on their roster and we just do stuff on a regular basis and it keeps on happening and i love it and they're super fun to work with and yeah i work in all sorts of industries mostly healthcare i do a lot of healthcare i do a lot of retail i do a lot of tech uh, and i love the tech and you know i, I work with uh, uh companies like I, I've done some work with Mitre and, and Dell and, and some yeah. really powerhouse companies that 
I'm proud to have my voice represent. It's just, uh, it's a different day every day, and I love it. <laughs> well, I mean, I, this is fantastic because the, the voiceover industry is huge. It's oh yeah, been around for a long time. I remember mm -hmm. there were some well-known voiceover people. One passed away about 15 years ago. He's big. It's yeah, you know, he was like the voiceover guy. Don Lafontaine. There you go. See, yeah, yeah. 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 The trailer guy. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And mm -hmm. so you're in a hot industry, no question about it. Mm -hmm. I want to take it from a different angle, though, because uh, for the audience that tunes into the show, I want them to hear what you're saying from the, from a different angle, which is ask yourselves, how can you leverage sound, to use Julie's words, in terms of being able to do what? stand out more in, in order to be remembered more in order to attract more i mean can you share some thoughts about that because sometimes i wonder jody if one of the problems with the small and i'm talking to small business people now okay jody i know the ad agency like i understand that world okay but let's oh those aren't necessarily guys. all huge by the way like those those industries like the ad agencies that i was talking about they're not all huge <laughs> Okay. Yeah. That's good to know. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I want people to really think about how to add voiceover mm -hmm. to their personal for lead generation and perhaps even conversion. Because if you've got the right words and the right script and the right delivery, it can make all the difference in the world. So, what are your thoughts around that? What What are some tips? What are some insights you can give people right now who may not even be considering voiceover for their solopreneur business or something like that? Sure. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, often I run across this specifically when people are making branded podcasts and they want to do their own intros and outros. And the one thing that I will say about that is, sure, if you're branding yourself and your voice is a good voice and you feel that that represents your business in a professional way, go for it. But if you want someone to say something nice about you before the, the show starts, if you want them to sing your praises and tell people what awards you've won and all of these other things, you don't want to say that yourself. <laughs> you want someone else to say that on your behalf. So it just sounds better coming from someone else rather than yourself. So there's some instances where it just sounds better coming from someone else. <laughs> and that's a lot of reason to use another voice. But no, I've done it myself in the past. So there yeah, I yeah. had, I remember, I know it's like, I can't remember now, like a couple of real popular websites mm -hmm. that you can go in there and listen to all the different sounds and different voiceover people. Are you on any of those sites? I people reach out to me directly. Yeah, I, I'm oh, yeah, I'm boutique. <laughs> right. That's good. That's good. Okay. So yeah. Because yeah, because I was a little turned off when mm -hmm. I went to the sites listening to all these different voices, and I and I get it. But I rather I rather know about someone like yourself. Okay, this, mm -hmm. is good. this is good. So what's some of the bad intel? What really bugs you when you sort of look at the industry from your perspective in terms of these small businesses that maybe. They're not really informed like they should be about the power of voiceover. Yeah, um, I, you know, I think there's there's a prevailing attitude of some people who are in the service industry, particularly creative service industries, that think that their business is worth investing in, but they don't need to pay for other creatives to help their business. So I often run across this with 
people, even some voice talent going to, you know, places like Fiverr where you can get like a $5 logo or something like this. Well, you know, if your services are worth people paying for, then pay other creatives to make the things that they're contributing to your business and pay a fair rate you know, don't go to Fiverr. <laughs> so I often have experienced that where some people, you know, when it comes right down to it, if someone is buying my services based on price alone, they're not my client. They're not the people that I'm, I'm all that enthused to work with, to be honest. And I, I think that that is a, a pretty uh, universal feeling, I think, for a lot of us in the service industry. So if you want people to pay your prices, pay fair prices to others. That's one of the, the biggest things. Absolutely, I'm, I'm in total alignment with that. Mm -hmm. Like uh, logos, I tell people, you can find some great designers right here in the US or North America. You don't have to go overseas. Yeah, but yeah. If you're price conscious, sure, that's where you wanna go, but you can find very talented people that are going to give you the quality services that you're looking for. This yeah. Is, so if you don't mind me asking, what is your fee? What? So I know people, people are probably chomping at the going, oh my God. <laughs> well, I mean, it depends. Yeah, it depends on the industry. It depends on where it's being used and how many ears are hearing it, really. So it depends on the geographical release of where that audio is going to be. It depends on how long it's going to be used. And it depends on whether it's broadcast paid placement or non-broadcast, which would mean their YouTube channel, their own social media and their website, you know, that kind of thing, or maybe even a trade show. So that's non-broadcast and that has its own fee that's probably a little lower than anything that would be broadcast and is especially there to make them money. <laughs> so, you know, uh, usually, I mean, I will say that my fees usually start at about $500. But it depends. It's less for intros and outros because that's a, a one-off use. And, you know, you never really know how far the reach of a podcast is. And I'm realistic about that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it, it just depends. Uh, and, you know, I, I work a lot in the retail industry where um, they have sales every two weeks. And so something is in use for two weeks and it's a local market. And in that case, then it's less than that. And we can talk about a regular fee, that kind of thing. So it really depends on the business. You know, the-, the What percentage of your business are intros and outros for podcasts? Uh, you know, I probably do uh, a couple of those every couple of months. It's not a huge, okay. it's not I'm a huge part of my business, but yeah, I, I like doing I it. Yeah, no, no, no. It's not huge. But you know, there are a lot more podcasts out there than there have been for like a long time. Like it's there's a huge amount of podcasts out there, especially branded podcasts. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh is your is your, is your voice heard on TV commercials? Uh yeah, yeah, definitely. Um I've done lint commercials here for uh the chocolate maker in in Canada. Um I've done, I think Sky Rizzi is one of the ones that I just did for, yeah, like <laughs> healthcare. <laughs> um, you know, you might hear me on Dell in commercials on radio. 
And have you that, done anything? For, okay, let me ask you. Okay, have you done yeah. anything um, when someone lands on a website, perhaps and there's a video that greets them, and there's this voiceover, and you're <laughs> the voice on that video? Do you do that kind of work? Yeah, yeah, I definitely do. Uh, I've done some work with Mitre on that, and um, yeah, there's there's a, a bunch of companies that I do stuff with. A, a lot of them are companies that you may not have ever heard of, and that's totally fine. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Now, is there one particular client success story that you're very proud of that you'd like to share? Uh, yeah, that's a tough one because it's it's hard to um, to say specifically. I will say that. Um, yeah, I I'm a little hesitant to mention names because the the clients themselves may not appreciate that. <laughs> um, but I will say that I have done a lot of work for a company that works in the government software area, and they um, I mean just doing demos and and helping them to sell their software and letting the people who are already clients of theirs know how to use certain pieces of software and and i do see that their branding has become more uniform in that process it's been years like i've been working with them for a long time and it's a lot of uh it's a lot of fun first of all but but i think that having that universal that that uniform sound helps them reach their audience in a clear way it just gets the point across in in a way that is um relatable and memorable because it's used constantly so one of the key aspects of audio branding and you probably already know this is consistent repetition because unless you're consistently using something on a regular basis you know, we need what seven touch points before we start paying attention to things. <laughs> so, yeah, if you give up before that happens, you're not getting the full benefits, right? <laughs> I mean, you may not know this, but I'm an XPNG branding guy. That's where I card my marketing, mm -hmm. my, my branding people that Procter and Gamble PNG is. So you can yeah. imagine in that arena, um, you know, the number one brandy company on the planet. That's where I was for a while. So. Sure. Yeah. I, I totally get what you. Now, Jody, if people if people are tuning in, mm -hmm. they love what they're hearing. How can they connect with you? What are your URLs? What are your socials? How can people connect with? Jody Krangle. <laughs> sure, you can reach out to me on my website. It's voiceoversandvocals.com. And I have a, the podcast, Audio Branding. It's called Audio Branding. <laughs> and it's at uh, audiobrandingpodcast.com. You'll find all the information there. And it's all on whatever podcast network you happen to listen on podcasts. <laughs> Now, before we sign off, is there one last thing you would like to share about our audience about what you do? Uh, well, I would say that um, my voice may not be right for every brand out there. I understand that. But if it is, then it definitely will help with an audio brand. It helps to have that universal, uniform sound and have it on a consistent basis because people relate to how you sound almost more than they relate to your visuals because there's there's that core reaching emotional thing and and we are buying on emotional you know we buy based on emotions we don't buy based on logic <laughs> 
So if you want to reach your clients, whether or not my voice is right for you, have a voice that you're consistent with, have a sound that you're consistent with, and, and have that represent both who you are and who you want to reach. It's kind of that Venn diagram of where they meet in the middle. <laughs> Excellent. That's very good. That's very good. That's, that's sage wisdom. <laughs> this has been fantastic. Boy, how, how exciting to meet you and connect with you. And actually Likewise. An actual audio uh, uh, branding person. I mean, this is a thrill for me. <laughs> I've been doing this for God knows how long. And you're the first one I've ever met in the Really? In the yeah, oh my I, I goodness. You know, when I work at the agencies, you don't really, you know, you don't really meet them per se, but yeah, mm -hmm. you're awesome. <laughs> All right, well, listen, thank you. Go, go ahead. You want to say something? Oh, I was just going to say, if you listen to the podcast, then you will see and hear a lot of other people who do this for a living, like only the audio branding. That's all they do. I just provide a voice to someone who's paying attention to an audio brand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's great. Well, listen, mm -hmm. all the best to you. You're fabulous. I love your voice. Thank and you so much. Brain, your articulation and <laughs> enunciation and all of that. So that's, that's, that's a real treat. Thank you. So to our audience, thank you for tuning in. And until next time, this is Jerry Foster, the Big Branding Guy, also known as the Branding Evangelist, signing off. Take care. Jerry Foster here. Thank you so much for listening to my Brand Forward Leadership Podcast. Now, if you, if you are a successful service-based entrepreneur yourself and you've got amazing expertise. I mean services, skills, talents, and abilities that you offer through your company or yourself and you've been in business for five, 10 years or more and you would like to be a guest on this program, I would love to have you. Simply visit jerryfosterbranding.com forward slash brand forward leadership forward slash apply and I will certainly check you out and get to know you and so on and so forth. Now, let me just add a couple of other things. Number one, if you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media for me? And if so, just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your socials, okay? And number two, if you know someone that you feel would be a great guest, someone that I should meet and connect with and so on and so forth, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag brand leadership because i love seeing your posts i love guest suggestions that's how we all grow that's how we all connect and make it through this world which are through our relationships and our connections and lastly let me throw this in we are regularly putting out new episodes and content i'm always on the lookout for not only great guests but great content and so therefore, because we're always putting great new stuff out, juicy stuff, make sure you don't miss any episodes in the future. So please go ahead and subscribe. And I also love what? I love support. I love love. <laughs> so your thumbs up, ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. So if you can find it in your heart, to go ahead and show me that kind of support and love, I would really appreciate it. And on a second note, if you would like to know more about me, 
the work that I do, simply go to my website at jerryfosterbranding.com or follow me on LinkedIn or Facebook at Jerry Foster Branding or Instagram at Jerry Foster Big Brand Man. Okay? Jerry Foster Big Brand Man. Again, thanks for listening. Until we see you the next time, take care.